everyone, and welcome to Timeline Scavengers, the podcast specifically designed to last forever. I'm James. Am I doing things wrong? Hold on. Let me find the thing. No, you you were Did right I on right? the money. Oh. Yeah. I'm James, one of your hosts. And I'm Colin, one of your other hosts. On this show, we're going through the MCU in historical order, scene by scene, until the end of time. And James, I am yeah. excited because we have a repeat offender <gasps> back on the show. Oh my I'm God. I'm already it offended. so mean when you say it like that. <laughs> no, it's more of, I feel like it's more of like we're offending any guest that comes back because I think that they're like, and now my time with timelines over. What's that? I'm coming back. Oh God. So our guests from now oh on boy. will be called repeat offendeds. <laughs> okay. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I like that a lot actually. Uh, oh, I guess we should also say the name. It's Tay. It's, it's, it's Tay. me. It's Tay. I'm back. What's up you guys? Hey, Tay. Hey, uh, hey Tay. I was just hey. thinking about those, those, uh, those wonderful sepia tone times last time we had you on when we were just going to fairs, you know, just sort of hanging we out. We were just, just sort going of like to fairs. Simpler times. Popcorn, you know, whatever. Yeah, simpler times. Doing ADR in like a giant warehouse. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, cars, people, you know, like everyone mm. survived. So let's get into this scene. Um, another form of transportation. Why would you, what, James? <laughs> You brought me on for the sad <laughs> scenes, and you're just driving it into the ground to, the gifts, to make me cry. What the if I cry on your podcast? What's going to happen hey, then? That's that's what uh, I think. Ratings uh, gold, I think, is what you call Jay's that. Face. That's the Emmy juice. The Emmy juice is right. That good Emmy juice. That is uh, clipped and promoted. Uh, so thanks for being on the show. Me, like right before we sent the link, James did say to me specifically, uh, my main goal is to get Tay to cry three times. Three? Yeah. That's two in one episode, one in another, or all three in one episode. We're not really sure. It's just, it's a goal for James. Let me just say, I almost certainly will cry in the second one because Mm. I'm, as as I mentioned before we started, both of you, mm, yes, okay. <laughs> uh, James is just sitting here glad that he didn't say, well, it's probably all three in this one because who would cry in the second one? I'm really glad I didn't say that. So, <laughs> No, as mentioned uh, prior to when we started recording, I am just a little bit tipsy. I mm, went I'd out already, and I'd had already some, forgotten that. some dinner and a drink, and I am feeling that in my body and mm. in my soul. And I am already extremely fragile. So the possibility that I will cry while we're recording is not... <laughs> Is it's, it's it's up there. It's up there. But it's also like I'm glad though because like I feel like this is what has prepped you for this recording. Like <laughs> going into this like sober or yeah. or completely like unsushied, I feel like it would be enough to break anyone. I can really confirm funny. that. Yeah. <laughs> while while you were saying that, James was looking up and on my screen, James is below you. So it's like he was looking up. Oh, it's Brady bunching. Nice. Oh, Brady bunching. Yes. Uh I was going to say that you are fragile like a uh, like a thin slippery piece of ice. Um Oh. Like a handlebar. Like a like, handlebar like a on loose a handle train. on the side of a uh, Do yeah, you ever feel like a loose handle? I think that was the original <laughs> Katy Perry uh, line. All right. Yeah, that was definitely the the original That was the remi- the Winter Soldier remix and then they told her it wasn't the 90s <laughs> oh. we're not doing that kind of soundtrack anymore and she said right. I didn't know that she was a Sebastian Stan. 
Get. I have to go, actually. How do I mute? Oh, I forgot oh, this is what we do a, here. That was, that was a fun episode with Tay. Thank you all for joining us. <laughs> Thank you us. so much. Um, I will never be back. <laughs> oh, no. And uh, uh, this really is a, was a, a good announcement of, of Tay and my new show, Tame Line Scavenge James, where we do this show, but without Colin. That is... On probably, probably not the Scavengers Network, I guess. Uh, no, the Scavengers Network probably won't have us back after we steal the the IP steal the show. from right. from the head of the the organization. Yeah, we press the secret button in the in the Norse the sculpture and steal the podcast. The only way to steal it is to get on this moving train. So James, oh, very nice. What a segue! Okay. That was Let's beautiful. Yeah. Let's all <laughs> successfully get on the train. Um, I love trains. All right. Getting off it. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, listen, probably. Some people, it's been the, apparently super The most easy. percentage of, of everyone that is on the train getting is off, off train? gets off the train in, in a normal way. Gets off the train in a normal way. All right, here we go. Mm. We are watching Captain America, the first Avenger. We're starting at one hour, 21 minutes, 49 seconds. And we are falling very quickly to one hour, 25 minutes, and 29 seconds. Almost a free fall to that nearly four minutes later. Um, Here's the summary of what happens. It is now winter. Soldier Fallsworth looks through some binoculars. The rest of the commandos... Is that for real? uh, No, that was just... That was a secret Easter egg. Okay. Sorry. That was very good. Now, did did James write that and then watch the scene... Yes, he did. Yes, he did. All right, so the rest of the commandos keep themselves busy, but they are obviously waiting for something. Marita and Jones are scanning the radio. Bucky reminisces with Steve about escapades from their youth. Jones confirms that Zola is, quote, on the train, whatever that might mean, and that Hydra has given the train permission to open up the throttle. I did call him Farnsworth, and I thought I only called him that one time, but I did call him that again. So Fallsworth looks through... His binoculars again, and we see a train speeding along the mountainside. Cap, Bucky, and Jones zip line down to the train and walk along top of it. Bucky and Cap enter the train, but they don't see any sign of Zola or any other living being. Cap walks through a doorway, but before Bucky can, the doors on both sides of the car that separates them slide closed. And that is a re-edit of me, because I thought it was just one, I thought it was like, a door slides closed and they're separated. Wow, two. But there's a whole, whole car and I, mm-hmm. yeah. They are then, because then he busted through the door and he busted through mm-hmm. a second door and I was like, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. ever open a parenthesis and then they close two of them and you're like, that, hmm, that doesn't make <laughs> a lot of sense. Um, so many doors. <laughs> exactly. Uh, they, like most forms of public transportation, when you have uh, segmented cars, you have to have that little space, space in between. In between. Uh, where people can also then pull that one singular right, piece right. that somehow yeah. is the only thing that connects them. <laughs> you know, I am always slightly envious on movies where they pass between trains because I don't know if it was just the Boston subway system and also the DC metro system, but you don't. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't. You do don't that. do. You're you don't do that. Do I don't know. That. That's like no. a French thing or like a New York thing. I'm not really sure. Maybe it's like an LA thing. Well, people thing. do do it in Chicago. Maybe that's what the problem on is. On the subway. Once again, so. the problem is mm. Chicago. So, wow. the wow. <laughs> All right. They are then each attacked. Bucky is attacked by normal Hydra troops, and Cap is attacked by a big dude with a big glowy gun. Zola comes. <laughs> <It's> true, yeah. <laughs> 
That's exactly what happened. <laughs> Zola comes on over the intercom to backseat drive the attack. Cap defeats his adversary using a sort of zip-liney thing that's hanging from the ceiling. He uses the big gun to blow the first door open. Then he eas- then he dot 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 easily opens the door between him and Bucky, <laughs> tosses him a gun, and together they take out the last Hydra soldier. They have a moment to regroup, but that big guy that Cap knocked out is back up and about to shoot. Cap puts his shield between the gun and him and Bucky. They are both knocked down, and a hole is blown in the side of the train car. Probably nothing's going to happen with that hole. Chekhov's hole. Zola helpfully <laughs> suggests. Fine. Yeah, fine. It's, I mean, like, it's just, it's, you know, uh, it's troublesome. They'll have to it's put a, a tarp hole. up. and. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm still struggling with Chekhov's hole. That's a... <laughs> that's a <laughs> That's a challenging one. Ooh. If no, 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 nope. nope. <laughs> that stays as it is. That's oh as far as it can God. go. Woof. Uh, hey, come, come on over to Timeland Scavengers after dark for the completion of that sentence of what Chekhov's hole is. Zola, I won't be there. No. Yeah. Me. I. W- mm. Zola, you have to be there. You started I the whole James people. Wilcox by himself. Yeah, I'll just tell him what the answer is. Yeah, there you go. Um, then none of us have to be there. Zola helpfully <laughs> suggests that the big guy fire again to kill Cap. Bucky grabs the shield and begins advancing on the big guy. I. It's times like these that I wish we had sort of a Guy Ritchie, uh, like, like, let's freeze, name the person, and then keep going so that it can be like, Frank, the instead of the big guy, the big guy, sure, and sure, sure. the other guy, you know, like um, sure, yeah, Hydra Soldier One, and right, Hydra exactly, Soldier just yeah, like yeah, give them football humanize. jerseys, yeah, yeah, let's humanize them, yeah, exactly. Hey, hey, number one, kill that guy. Um, right, another blue blast knocks him out the hole away from the shield. Cap grabs the shield and, with a single toss, knocks the guy out again, rushing over to see Bucky's status. Bucky is hanging from the side of the car, pretty far away from Steve. Steve climbs out and moves over to try and reach out to Bucky, but the handle that Bucky is holding onto breaks off, and Bucky plummets out of sight. A soldier lost in the winter. As Steve mourns Bucky, (laughs) Jones bursts into the command room and captures Zola. It is literally an afterthought, even though it moves the plot along. So Right, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, before we get into any reactions, now this is, I'm mixing things up. Before we talk about anyone's reactions to this scene, what are your favorite, here's a guest, Jen, you can also be a host, Jen. What are your favorite running along the tops of trains movies? Uh, I said, as I'm writing these notes, I'm about five hours from having finished the 1995 Wesley Snipes, Woody Harrelson movie, Money Train, and I'm thinking of it as I watch this scene, but also Mission Impossible, Indiana Jones, and The Last Crusade, and I think Quantum of Solace, maybe. So let's get into it. What are your favorite running along the tops of trains movies? Well, as I mentioned last time I was here, I haven't seen most things. Most movies, so yeah, yeah. I would have to say that this is my favorite running right. along the train yeah. thing because this is the only Good. one that Good. comes to mind. It's a good one. It's a good one. Probably yeah. the most one I one I watched most recently. Probably, definitely. Uh, hang on. I'm trying to remind myself of some of these movies. I definitely there's definitely for sure at least one Bond yeah. uh, movie that has that. Yeah, uh, for sure. Is there a Bourne movie that has it. Oh, for sure. Probably. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Also, for sure. <laughs> there's a Transform um, movie where it's like a train that's also running along the top of another train. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Uh, okay. Yeah. Like running across their friend. Basically. Trainception. They like, called it. 
Right. <laughs> oh, Indiana Jones and and the Last Crusade. That's Last Crusade. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They they definitely do mm-hmm. it. Um, sure. So that's a classic. Um, I think actually, I'm pretty certain that one of the um, Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes movies also. Oh, does sure. It. Does he run on a train in that? Yeah, probably. Yeah, Is there more than one of those? Point. Yeah, there's a uh, Game of Shadows, which is the other one that he was in. Yeah. I only remember the first one, and I only remember the boxing scene where he like mm. deconstructs everything he's gonna do and then right. does it. I like that one because at the end he's like, "I am Sherlock Holmes," and they're like, "We know <laughs> what." They're like, "Yeah, that's your name." I don't understand what you're doing. Why did you he say winks that? at the camera, that's and so we're like, right. "They're like, that's not that slick." <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, oh god I'm trying I feel like do they do it in one of the um, Austin Powers movies too I feel like there's some sort of satirical the fact that there could possibly be a an Austin Powers movie that didn't have a train going into a tunnel feels wrong to me but mm. I can't think of one <laughs> so I'm thinking maybe not but I feel I'll like there is the definitely some form of on satire film Austin Powers foreplay come on that's good because it's, yeah. it's the fourth one it's the fourth one foreplay yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, they definitely do in that movie Speed too. Uh, sorry Speed also because not, not Speed also. 2 Cruise Control because there was not a train in sight because they were in the water there's right. a train in the first Speed movie yeah he, he is like at one point he is like stuck on it when they're going through a tunnel and he's like constantly dodging like the little like signs that sure. like hang down sure um and the only other one that i can think of and i can't believe it took me this <laughs> long to get to it wait hold on hold on oh, i love this movie speed oh yeah what's your favorite vehicle in it the train <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's that's true i mean no. that for sure makes sense <laughs> i remember two things about speed one of them is the woman's purse that she put down that messed up the entire ruse and the other one is the woman that exploded after they figured out that there was a ruse. Did I make that up? James's face makes me think I made that up. You know, here's the thing. Didn't the woman explode? (laughs) I've for sure seen much of speed, probably. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Much of speed, probably. I don't know that I've seen most of speed or perhaps any of speed, maybe. Interesting. Hang on. There's definitely a woman that explodes. I'm like, gonna die on that hill. Pop quiz hot shot is from that movie, correct? Is that correct? I think it is correct. I definitely watched that when I was like maybe eight. Yeah, I think I went to and then uh, was prevented. There was probably some sort of college football game on or something that prevented <laughs> my the TV was occupied. Um, those are all good. Colin, um, are you looking up the movie Speed to scrub through it real quick? To- <laughs> No, I'm, I was trying to see if I could find out anything about the woman that blows up, but uh, I do want to give one more answer. By the way, that I can't believe I somehow. Oh yes, forgot. yes, I cut you off because I wanted the to most make it, uh, the oh, most obvious joke. one, both for me, but also for this show, Spider Man Two. Oh. Right on top, mm-hmm. and then he stops it by doing the oh, yeah. race, and then New York's and then like, "We love out. you, Spider Man," and then later they're yeah. like, "No, we don't." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because New York is fickle like yeah. that. Exactly, exactly. It's a little bit like family where you're like, no, no, you don't get to shit on on my family member. Only I get to shit on I will shit on this train. New York City. New Yorkers are (laughs) kind, but not nice. That's true. According to Brennan Lee Mulligan. Yeah, and then Californians are 
nice, nice but, but not, not kind. kind. Yes. And then Midwesterners are kind of nice. Yeah, no. Or, no, yeah. Or, or yeah. Or nicely <laughs> kind. Nice. Um, so, let's get into Dangerous. this. Oh. My feelings, yes. No, the mm-hmm. cyclone train. No, go ahead. <laughs> so, uh, Tay, um, this scene uh, has some events in it. It does. What... <laughs> That's Would you saying. say that your feelings about them are? Um, inside the train only. Go ahead. Inside the train. Okay, okay, okay. So, <laughs> well, so, no. The first thing I remember when I rewatched the scene, because it's been a while since I've watched this movie all the way through. Yeah. The CGI on top of the train is really bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, like, surprisingly bad in a way that I'm like, this is the first time where I've been like, oh, wait, that looks fake. <laughs> That's that Paramount money. Yeah, I don't know? normally, I don't normally catch it in Marvel movies, even though like 80% of what they're doing in films is fake, right? right because right. it's all like action, acting. whatever. Um, but also it, for whatever yeah. reason, when they're on top of the train and things are moving behind them, I was like, that looks bad. That right. looks bad. Um, so yeah, that's the first thing I noticed. Uh, yeah. It was really fun to listen to you break down the scene in like the actual actions they were doing because you're right that it's silly that he blew open the door and then just opened the other one. With, like he like just like, like hit it with his arm and it opened. Like, like, Bucky's like, I loosened the door for you. Uh, that's for sure what happened. Save me. Yeah. <laughs> but is it that it's like locked from one side but not the other? Kind maybe, of thing? maybe. 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 Maybe it's not locked in between that like vestibule, right. yeah. which would make sense. Um, just real um, quick for the CGI, I did watch yeah. X Men: The Last Stand last night. Oof. It was a there were things that happened in it for sure. In one of them, <laughs> that one of the things was a movie. One, I can I can confirm that uh, motions were pictured and uh, <laughs> X Men. But one of the first things that happens is it's like twenty years ago, and Charles Xavier walks, gasps, but he can't walk. He walks out of a car. And then he looks around and I'm like, he looks like an NPC from a video game. The CGI is so bad. He like, he like turns his head oh. like, oh, interesting. I'm like, this is a cut scene. This is not a movie of any <laughs> sort. Isn't supposed it to was... be here. Because it's like a different graphics level too. Yeah. And then like, you can't. They're like, and then wait, later on, he's, he's just, just bald. Well, how are we going to yeah. fake the CGI? What's going on? Like, because right. uh, what's his name? Magneto looks, he looks better. That's as much as I'll give. Anyways, back to... Actually, X2 is not a problem. X2 is great, and X3 is... um, That's that's for sure. That's a movie. That one's a movie, too. Can I tell a real quick X3 story? Yeah. No one calls it X3. Maybe they do. Um, I've only seen one X-Men movie. Oh, also marketed as X3 or X-Men 3, so um, it does. (laughs) Which one did you see? The only one I saw was the one where the indestructible kid died. And I was like, interesting. Oh, first class. Is that the first yeah. one? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the only one I saw. Well, it's not Who's... the first one. It's the first one in chronological order. Oh, yes. yeah. they also did a whole jumping around. They, I'm watching. The, what, the reason why I watched Last Stand, because you might be wondering, and the audience might be wondering why on earth. Like, why would you watch Why on earth would I do that? <laughs> is I'm watching, because there's a whole thing that I was unaware of where they go through this timeline and then... Days of Future Past happens and it goes to a new timeline and then there's a whole bunch of other films that happen on that timeline like Deadpool and Logan and stuff. So oh. uh, that is the thing. Uh, 
I do. I didn't know there were multiple timelines in X Men. I mean, you yeah, know, me neither. Two. Me neither. Um, and that's why Days of Future Past happens because it connects the two. Yeah, and, and that's uh, and that happened. Like I read the Days of Future Past comic book, and I was like, "Hey, there's a right. movie." So I started watching it. And I was like, "Hey, wait a minute! And you know what not. I could do is make this is a lot watch. more complicated." Yeah. Um, but <laughs> when my friend Mark, who's been on the show uh, a couple times, told me, he said they've cast Beast. Uh, X3 was the first time that the, that Beast was mm-hmm. in it. And he said, I said, oh, who they cast? And he said, who do you think would be the perfect <laughs> actor to play Beast? <laughs> think of all the people that are acting in movies yeah. and TV shows right now. <laughs> think who of is, every living think, actor. Think of anyone who could dream draft your Beast casting. And I said, Kelsey Grammer. And he's like, that is who was cast as Beast. And I was like, all right. That's going to be a great yeah. movie, I thought to myself in 2005, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, so Kelsey Grammer's in it. It's weird because uh, he's like, oh, I'm this senator or secretary of whatever. Oh, jumping around, bouncing, kicking, punching, and now back to the <laughs> UN, blah, 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 blah. Which is the beast. It's fine. That is what his character is, but it's weird sure. to see it be yeah. Kelsey Grammer. Hey, please continue with your second thought. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. We love tangents here. Um, the other thing that I thought was that it's weird to see Steve holding a gun. Yeah. Because I don't think that he does it very often. I don't think he does it outside of this movie. I read a comic Only book where time. Bucky becomes Captain America, and he's like, I know Captain America did things a certain way, and he goes, blam, blam, blam. <laughs> he's like, that's not me. I was like... All right. He's the that Batman who kills. <laughs> yeah, that is like Jason Todd stepping into the Batman role. And everyone's like, that's not how he would have done it. <laughs> that's not the same. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the other thought I had yeah. uh, in this first section. Yeah. Obviously, Bucky dies. <laughs> right. Obviously, that he is quote, unquote, for sure. He quote-unquote dies. He um, absolutely dies for as much as this, the rest of this decade that we're going to be recording this show is concerned. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, and it's kind of weird Yeah, how he dies. Because <laughs> it looks like he falls onto a soft blanket of white snow where he probably will be easily cushioned. <laughs> Can I ask you a question, James? Yeah. If you had a mattress. Yeah. Right? I'd, outside. Colin, I do. So we're starting <laughs> off with. You put okay, it flat on great. the ground. Yes. Flat on the ground. That's how I. And then you climbed up, let's say, what looks like probably the equivalent of a 20 story building. It's like several hundred feet at Yes. Okay. Yes. And then you jumped off of that building Uh and landed on that mattress. Yeah. Do you think you would survive? (laughs) Yes. Am I. Wait, wait. Wow. Am I army trained? Am I. James Buchanan Barnes? Do you think you can (laughs) tuck and roll this one? Is that what's happening? Yes. My question is, okay, so then there's the theory, right? Because he was being worked on right. by yes. Hydra. Yes, okay. So the theory is that he was already the Winter Soldier, like, super serumed up or whatever, and he didn't know. But I don't know how he wouldn't know that. Because they I hadn't done that... the trigger words yet. Wait a minute. Right. Oh! And do you realize that Train is one of them? Did you realize that Train had uh, several number one hits in the late 90s and early 2000s? Hey, Soul Sister, listen. Um, so See, the thing is that you need to meet Virginia before you get anywhere near How the Soul Sister. Okay. How are you guys like this? 
for me, it's because I talk to James all the time. For me, it's uh, all for the James? drops of Jupiter. Okay. <laughs> Damn it. Jesus Christ. Okay, so <laughs> you did, though, hit on a topic that we have definitely, I don't know if we said it on air or not, but it's definitely something that I have always thought since, like, day, like when they first get him out of that space, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's being tortured, and that machine, to me, looks a lot like the same machine that they, you know, put him in later to try and, you know, recreate this thing or right. whatever. And also, like, the fact that he's, like, like yeah. so, like, you know. <laughs> I can like, banter. It looks like I'm about to kill you, but sure, let's banter. Right. <laughs> exactly. You know, like, that whole thing. It's I here always for Captain America. Like, <sighs> it almost felt so staged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it felt like they were, like, you have to get this guy out of the picture no matter what in this scene. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, because it didn't feel like, I mean, I don't know. I because I feel like if you if you train someone, yeah. ha, um, and then you're like, oh, we lost this asset, right? It felt like way too simple for them to do this mission. Mm-hmm. Hydra always has so many people mm. at all times on mm-hmm. all of those bases that we see them blowing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot. Of they never get to a base, and it's like, yeah, the math doesn't. You never get to a base. Yeah, if you cut one head off, more, you know, like two more shots take, yeah, take like his that, place. So Roughly. the fact that they've taken out all these bases, I feel like that's a lot of heads that are cut off. That train should be teeming. Full of people, yeah. yeah. It should be like, you know, the, yeah. the subway, like waiting on the L train, getting to, right? Is that that's something, right? So is the implication that he... <laughs> Sorry, I missed it completely because I started. I actually just was picturing okay. you know in Japan where they have those videos of the people like, <laughs> the like that have and to the like, people like being pushed, shove the people on the train. That's their job. Oh, because they're like so that and Hydra. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're all going like shoot him, but they're all like they can barely reach over each <laughs> they're other. Like, and they're just like hail Hydra, so and then they them. explode because they're all trying to salute, and so they're expanding greatly, and they all just <laughs> liquefy. Jeez. Um, and they blow a hole like, open inside the, of the train, and Pucky falls out of it. Exactly. It's it's like the cockroach thing. Tay, please say oh, the thing you were going to say. <laughs> well, the, uh, is the implication that this train only has Zola and four-ish dudes on it? Because... It's what it feels like. They wanted to bait and try to kill Captain America? Is that why there's so few people? They were like, this big light gun is going to do it. <laughs> it's going to get them. It's killed several and people so far. Uh, and we don't need anybody else. <laughs> yeah. It is a very weird scenario. I feel yeah. like that they find themselves in. Yeah. But if it's staged um, to get Bucky out of the picture. Specifically because he was already being. Right. Yeah. Blow a uh, hole in this side of the train where we've loosened the. Loosened the, the handle. I don't think and it no, matters if, the, if he grabs onto the handle or not. I think the idea is that just push him out of the fucking train. Right. He'll die. You know what I mean? Right. And I think that because he's not fully activated, he's trying to grab on. But I also think about, you know, like if he doesn't know he doesn't have the super soldier serum or Mm -hmm. perhaps if he's like not even fully through all that stuff, I feel like, you know, even if he doesn't even like fully survive or whatever, or who knows, maybe we're totally wrong. Maybe he hits the water down below, although I'm pretty sure that would also instantly murder someone uh, from the high up. I mean, it's kind of the same way that like, this is another like cap freezes in right too. cap freezes the same way that um uh uh, uh t'challa when yeah. he mm, gets yes. thrown off the waterfall mm-hmm. lands i guess in snow and freezes if 
if you, my daughter uh, explains this a lot better, but she is really. You're calling me your daughter for a second. No, no, my my daughter. Sorry, Teo. No. <laughs> That's also what I thought. I was like, what? <laughs> I decided that <laughs> I was the last person to thing. talk, so yeah. he was like, if you, my daughter, my daughter, and then I was like, what? <laughs> L- Lila, who is the name of my actual human daughter. Uh, yes. W- uh, one of the key things she learned in D.A.R.E., which she just completed this year, is that uh, in a drunk it's driving good. accident, the drunk person oh. is more likely to survive than the people that aren't drunk because they'll go limp and whatever. Mm. So if you were unconscious like T'Challa or Bucky Super Soldier, the, just the like Bucky, windfall. Bucky just always just goes completely limp whenever he's falling. It's a thing from his childhood they didn't go into. But like, oh no, Bucky, you've fallen out of a tree. Oh my God. Oh, well, he's fine. Isn't that also part of the thing about like Ragdoll. accidents with parachutes and stuff like that? Because like you end up going so fast that it essentially you get knocked out. So you mm-hmm. don't... Mm. Yeah, I feel like when you're falling from a great distance, your body goes into shock anyway and will just like shut you down so that you're not experiencing great trauma. So I don't know. Maybe he was like out before he hit the ground and then he didn't experience. They're like yelling the things that the the words at him. Uh, uh, May. (laughs) To trigger him as he's falling. Like, quick, read the last one before he, oh. Oh, dang. Oh, he's out. Do you think nine out of ten is enough? Yeah. It's probably fine. It's probably fine. Where's the spring soldier? Um, <laughs> he would have bounced. He Did would've. he lose his arm during the, like, in the fall? See, now, okay. Did they rip so it off? Can I, can I tell you what? Okay. Oh, I'm so excited that you asked this question because I was, like, <laughs> trying to figure out how to bring this up. So, when I was trying to uh, look up something totally different for this scene and uh, to no avail... I did end up finding a clip of like an interview with Sebastian Stan about that scene, about how it was going to be very different the first time. What? Um, so when he had been reading the, the script and all this other stuff, especially because back then they would give people these contracts that were just like forever long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so like people definitely saw that movie and then were like, but he signed on for like nine movies. So <laughs> surely he's not dead. And uh, he knew the same thing. The World War One tetralogy that Bucky was in. <laughs> yeah, he goes, it's, it's all flashbacks. No. Uh, so he read the script and knew that he was going to die. And he was like, okay, so this is going to be where I become the Winter Soldier because he did some research. And when they had talked to him about the scene to begin with, they had even said that they were going to film that scene with him wearing a green sleeve. Um because oh, the, like his I, arms getting ripped off. I believe the idea was that originally he was going to grab on, and just the sheer force of it was going to rip his arm off, Jesus. which is extremely violent. So that I think that's why they cut it. That would have been deeply gruesome, right? They, they were um, actually going to do that to Sebastian Stan. It's the wild thing, like yeah, they were, <laughs> they were, they were going to go, rip his arm give off. you a the green sleeve was an anesthetic later, sleeve that it was, it was right. just actually horrible. Um, but uh, villains, yeah. They they decided no no Christmas songs in this one. Um, we're just gonna do it normal. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh-huh. like my favorite part about that is that when he set, saw that he wasn't gonna get the green sleeve, which to him implied that he was going to become the Winter Soldier, right. he literally thought to himself, "Oh wait, I'm just gonna die on that train." <laughs> which I think is very funny that like I think he maybe for a brief moment was like, "Oh maybe they're I gonna cut I'm my contract." Fired. <laughs> yeah. Um, huh. but I think in the end they basically were just saying that's just too violent yeah um, that makes so sense I'm, I, I imagine that 
perhaps maybe that arm he tries to break his fall mm, um or stop his fall it just shatters or you know i mean again he's in that water and stuff like that and or in the, the snow and stuff Hypothermia. like that it's possible hypothermia or just, you know, frostbite and stuff like that eventually takes the arm or yeah. uh, who knows what the, I mean, honestly, it could just be Hydra going, yeah. what if we just chopped off his arm and, you know, For gave funsies. him a metal one? Yeah. I mean, like just to see what would happen. He yeah. woke up upside down in the Wampa cave and before he could escape, exactly. he got his arm ripped off. Because he had been in a motorcycle accident and they needed an explanation. Like, but, he was in um, a cave covered Jesus in fur Christ. and all of a sudden there was this guy hanging and cut off his arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, see, now that's good. The Wampa yeah. soldier. Bucky Barnes. Um, Hoth. So. Uh, yeah, so all of my like real emotional Super feelings set. don't come until later, right, but right. it is really fun to watch them kind of work together. And it's also yeah. fun to watch Bucky like hold the shield. Yeah. 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 Because he only does that like a handful of times, I think. Right. And mm-hmm. throughout the course of the, the, franchise. I, mm-hmm. the, I was like, the movies, the years. <laughs> the movie the right family. The movie you know. family. They cut a scene with him wielding the shield way early on mm. um, simply because they knew they were going to make Sam Wilson Captain America and they didn't want to give too many implications of Bucky taking over. That's good. In I'm Civil War, there's a moment where he where he wields it mm-hmm, and they mm-hmm. went, they were like, no, it's it's it feels too much like we're Trying pointing in that, that direction. So we're, yeah. we want to not set that up. Dustin. That. Um, yeah. Although I would have found it very fun if they had done like a cool thing where all three of them kind of shared the shield and kind of like threw it around to each other. Yeah. Like that would be kind of a fun little moment. That would be so cute. The three besties. Exactly. <laughs> um, Captain best friendica. Um, yeah. Just it's Sam and uh, and uh, Bucky doing the it's you and me and me and you. And, and, <laughs> and, and our Steve. friend Steve. And Steve's just a, and just a solid block of ice. And that's just it. And like, oh, brutal. Do you ever think about how it's definitely our fault that we melted the polar ice caps? Hmm. Mm. See Taze what you did just the there that I like. If is my headphones it, weren't connected, I would have just gotten up and left. <laughs> I like that because just it has the word cap in it, which is like Captain America. Yeah, that, that's the, Hey, James. You did it, James. You know what's crazy? Yeah, that's crazy. Who's ever heard of a horse pitching? Anyway, <laughs> I hate you. Um, I, I can't breathe. Um, I'm so sorry. Okay, the funniest thing. Hey, you know who also the- couldn't breathe for a moment there was uh, Bucky because he <laughs> definitely got kind the wind of knocked died. out of him. Um, windless soldiers. So uh, a fun thing to do with uh, like a like a tween is make a joke that they react to in just the way you want to and then spend the next two and a half to three minutes explaining every single cog of that joke until they're uh, yelling at you to stop talking. Yeah, that's a fun thing to do. They like it a lot. So, uh, what, Colin, did you say something hilarious? I don't think so. Did you say something hilarious? Um, I have some information about the cyclone at Coney Island. Uh, that I wanted to share oh, with please. you guys. So, oh, before you do that, yeah. can I talk about how deeply cute the, their little moments are when yeah. they're just oh, like, oh, hey, yeah, remember yeah. our childhood yeah. and now yeah. we're in a war? Yeah. It's always cool when you're part of an elite squad and then two of the squads start inside joking from before the squad was a thing and they're like, you're like yeah, yeah, yeah. and the rest of the people are like, hello? We're I just like, really yeah. love yeah. The, the tone that Steve is like, now why would I do that? Yeah. Like, it's just so cute and cheeky. And I'm like, you guys love each other 
so goddamn much. You love each other so much. <laughs> but he's like, I have they... to go last so that I miss the train so that I become, oh, no, I'm going third. Oh, no, God. <laughs> they work together so well. And it is a shame that we didn't get just a little bit more yeah. of yeah. that. Because, like, it was when they are on that train and they do have the moment of, like, okay, I go right, you go left kind yeah. of thing. Like, it's just, like, they they b- didn't insane. even have to say anything. They just, like, they kind of, like, it's, like, one hand it's motion real. and a look and they know. Yeah. Because they have that chemistry and it's just yeah. very fun. It took They're longer than I thought mm-hmm. to get Bucky off the train. Like, it kept going and I was, like, mm-hmm. this happens Right? Like, this is going <laughs> to, like, it, I was like, I don't remember. I mean, I know it has to, it's like, you know, I know this has to, I know we have to get from here to here, mm-hmm. but like the doors closing and they're, fu- like, all this stuff, I was like, there's not even, how are they going to, and then the whole blue, and I was like, oh, okay, I gotcha. There's, right. there's oh, the thing. Yeah. There's our exit strategy. Um, it's also very lucky that the shield doesn't fall out the big hole. Yeah. It just happens to bank, like, right off the wall yeah. back into the train. I'm like, right. man, that could have been bad. The Imagine. shield hasn't been corrupted by Hydra is the thing. So it was like, nope. Right. They, ba-ding, ba-ding, the shield ba-ding. can't fall off. Exactly. Yeah. It's fun when an item has plot armor. Right. <laughs> Adamantium like plot armor. Vibranium? Yeah. Vibranium. Like vibranium. Vibranium. Right, vibranium. Right. I, I'm sorry I said um, the A word. I did picture, what if uh, the door was too small for the diameter of the shield? And Bucky gets blown out and the shield gets caught on the door. And then Cap's like, oh, my shield. And he picks up the shield and there's an arm just hanging on to the. Oh, God. James, come on. See, Sam Raimi should have been there from the start is all I'm saying. Um, (laughs) Okay, you were going to tell us about the cyclone. It's just blowing blood out of. Okay. um, Gross. Army of buckness. No. So. You have to stop. I'm stopping you. I'm editing. (laughs) Steve dead. Um, all right, so the cyclone at Coney Island is the thing. Basically, they're about to zip line down onto the train, um, and and one of them, Bucky, I think, says, "Hey, remember when I made you go on the cyclone at Coney yeah, Island?" Yeah. And we talked about that. You know, Steve's like, "Oh yeah, that sucked." Anyways, fuck you, and pushes him or something. I didn't write it down. Um, <laughs> it's not what happens. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what happens. Uh, Captain America, the first murderer. Um, <laughs> First, and then he says language. <laughs> yeah, he says "fuck you" and he then language on myself, <laughs> and then he blows up. So uh, the like cyclone that. is called technically called the Coney Island cyclone, also known as the cyclone. So that's fine. Um, it's a wooden roller coaster at Luna Park in Coney Island, Brooklyn, New York City. Uh, it was designed by Vernon Keenan, and it opened to the public on June twenty sixth, nineteen twenty seven. So we could theoretically oh, yeah. figure out how old they would have been able to be to ride this, but I didn't do that, and now I'm regretting it. That's like what a year? Math what year problem? was it? Twenty seven, June twenty sixth, twenty seven. So he hadn't turned. They the were year born he's in turn. twenty. So seven. So, so been seven. Steve would have been six, and Bucky would have been seven. So maybe it, maybe it wasn't right away. Um, right. The coaster is. I'm on assuming plot. it's just a couple years later. Yeah. It's on a plot of land at the intersection, blah, blah, blah. I did just copy paste this. Um, the coaster operated for more than four decades before it began to deteriorate. And by the early 1970s, the, city's plan to scrap, the city planned to scrap the ride. On June 18, 1975, Dewey and Jerome Albert, owners of the adjacent Astroland Amusement Park, entered into an agreement with New York City to operate the ride. It was refurbished in the 1974 off-season and then reopened on July 3rd, 1975. Um, it made... 
It invested a million, millions of dollars in the upkeep of the cyclone, and then after it closed in 2008, Cyclone Coasters president Carol Hill Albert continued to operate it under a lease agreement with the city. They said, please stop, and she said, I'm the president. Uh, in I 2011, Luna Park took over operation of the cyclone uh, after having been bought by Disney, and the coaster, I'm joking, that's not a thing. The coaster was declared oh a New oh, York wow. City des- designated landmark on July 12, 1988, <laughs> And was placed on the National Registry of Register of Historic Places on June 26, 1991. Pause there for one second. Yeah. Because you had a small flub, I thought you were about to say New York City designated it a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> Which was really, really funny to me. I was like, wow. And then you went, no, sorry, designated this. I was like, oh, damn. Oh, right. dang. <laughs> um, that would have been amazing. So that is the Coney Island, the cyclone. But I have two pieces of trivia that will actually be like three pieces of trivia because I didn't paragraph break. Anyways. <laughs> the ride's first drop was reduced by five feet in 1939, and it continued to be extremely popular. So it used to drop five feet more than it did for the first 12 years of its existence. It uh, wow. was a much bigger drop. Maybe that's why it sucked for yeah. Steve. He was like, it reaches <laughs> a maximum a speed drop. of 60 miles an hour and has a total track length of 800 meters and a maximum height of 85 feet. So it used to be 90 feet, um, but then they, they broke it off, I guess. Uh Aviator Charles Lindbergh was said to have ridden the cyclone two years after it opened and reportedly called the experience greater than flying an airplane at top speed. Like Lindbergh of Jesus the Lindbergh Christ. baby Lindbergh? Yeah, and Lindbergh of like the like horrible racist yeah, Lindbergh. Yeah. But yes, that guy too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He took his baby and he <laughs> said, let's go. And he's like, oops. <laughs> That's why, yeah. Oh no, uh, someone took my oh, baby. That's why you wear a seatbelt. Um, <laughs> that was the 20s. They didn't have seatbelts. That's awful. I, that's yeah. for that's true. They didn't have um, do you, so my, do they have the little protective bars? Or I do don't they just literally think... like free float in it. <laughs> I don't, how I how do they I stay? They had in to there? have something. I know that I didn't I didn't include a list of people that died on it, and several of them were like God. one of them was like this guy on his lunch break got on it and turned it on and stood up and fell out. Mm. <laughs> Seems like that one's on him. Yeah. 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 And all over the tracks. So the last oh, piece of trivia. God. Damn it. Maybe James. he was a James. Winter Soldier sleeper person. And he was James. fine. Um, James. James. Hey, James. 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 Yeah, yeah. James. Yeah. James. Are you okay? Oh, Are you okay? No. James is in rare form no. tonight. <laughs> no, no. No, no, no. Uh, finally, the thing is that when things go well, I add on. Uh, sure, sure, words. sure. Finally, and this is the final thing I have uh, before Colin throws the kid in the river, <laughs> which is what we call okay. going to social media, and that was Colin's <laughs> idea, not mine. I'm mm-hmm. fine. Um, <laughs> until nineteen, until the 1950s. So let's say 1950. So for the first 23 <laughs> years of its existence, when you got off the Coney Island cyclone, a person with dwarfism would zap you with an electric paddle. It doesn't say why. It doesn't say more than that. Did they work there, or was that just their sick... They said they they never caught him. (laughs) And they... Wait, what? They never caught him? No, it doesn't say that, but it doesn't say anything. Yeah, It doesn't say anything. It says a practice which ended during the 1950s. So it was more than 23 years, because during the 1950s mean it wasn't like... All right, it's 1950. Let's stop it. It's like, it's 53. It just... Chester, <laughs> you got to quit with the paddle, my friend. Like, 
go um, work somewhere else or something. He's like, okay. Mm. Yeah. So I don't know why. You know how we'll go, it's 2022 mm-hmm. about like something when like something still shouldn't be happening. Yeah. Right. Do you think someone at that point was like, it's 1954. How are we still letting this? <laughs> How they are were we like, still they're letting like, this what, small these, person shop? These kids can't handle a little electric paddle zap? God, they're so sensitive what these was days. The, why, but, why, but why, though, is my question is why? Is there a benefit? Is there? Is it a scare tactic? Like, I don't know. It's what, shocking what does, for sure. Does the God, person... James. Does he... I... That that one is going to stick with me for a while yeah, because yeah. I need to know why. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's, it's, it's the smallest seed of an idea. So it's like, I would read like a nonfiction book. I would, no, I wouldn't. I would own a nonfiction book and never read it. I would Uh listen to a podcast about it. Like, it's the kind of thing where like, that doesn't, that's. It's just so random. And for it to have no explanation means I need to know everything about it immediately. And it was for decades. For decades. decades. A generation of people. <laughs> Lindy gets off the roller coaster and it's like, and he's like, ah, and etc. You know. Did they wait in line to get, or did, did. I think it was, it says, as you disembarked. So I think the, I think the, the person was at the exit just with the getting, paddle, just like. When you have to be in a single file line yeah. because there's only such, oh my God in heaven. There's, yeah. There's got to be a reason, though. Fun? There has to be a reason, or I'm going to lose my mind. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Brooklyn. Now, I ain't going to lie to you. The boys done and messed up. They went off on a tangent and just derailed the entire show. Let's get back on track, shall we? Tangents. Good times, great tangents. Yeah. Uh, listen, folks... We got a little bit of information coming your way, and it's all about where you can find this podcast. You can find this podcast at Timeline Scav. You can find the network that we're all a part of, which is Scavengers Net uh, on Twitter. Um, And then uh, you can also find me on Twitter at Colin M. Parker, where you can talk to me about whether or not uh, Bucky Barnes actually was already the Winter Soldier or not. Uh, If you want to talk to James about this horrifying piece of information that we've just learned about the uh, Coney Island cyclone, you can find James at unabashed James. And if you want to talk to Tay about how cute uh, Bucky and uh, Steve are Stucky, if you will, uh, you can find or Tay Stucky at Stucky in the beef. Stucky. In the be- <laughs> you can find me at T a Y Y C R O on Tay Crow on all social platforms. Um, and then you can find Nick Bramald, uh, the guy who made the music that you hear at the beginning and the end of this show at N-B-R-A-M-A-L-D or nickbramaldcomposer.co.uk. And actually, real quick before we peace out, where can people also find uh, your podcast, Tay? Oh, my podcast is called The Lost Years, a retrospective fan cast, and we are on all socials at The Lost Years Pod. Um, it's a Boy Meets World recap pod. You should check it out. It's really fun. Hell yeah. At the time of recording, mm-hmm. what season and episode are you on? We just recorded episode uh, 318. 318? 318. Yes, yes, yes. Great progress. Yeah. So 
So by the time this comes out, we'll probably be on season four. Yeah, I would imagine. that's what I was gonna say. Like I, that's why I wanted to ask because I think it's gonna be very fun to see how much time has passed between those yeah. two episodes. Um, okay, we're recording and this on with, August third, twenty twenty-two. Oh yeah. Yes. Jeb's birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Jeb. Who... I've heard lots about you. Yeah. I thought you meant Jeb Bush, and I was like, what are we doing? No, my cousin's Jeb. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's it for this show. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, I'm Colin Parker. I'm James Anderson. I'm Tay. Excelsior! Zzz. <laughs>